For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Breaking news today, folks. The Houston Astros signed Justin Verlander. One year, $25 million dollars with a player option for 2023, we could have Justin Verlander for two more seasons. Let's talk about two reactions I had to this. I'm driving home from work. I get the alert on my watch, and I see Astro sign Justin Verlander. First reaction, shocked, surprised. What? The last time I did the podcast, I talked about that rumor going around. That perhaps the Astros were upset with Justin Verlander. You know, they didn't want him to throw out the first pitch, some of the players. But it really doesn't have anything to do with them. You can also remember when I was saying that the Astros went to Justin Verlander's workout, and Jim Crane said he looked really good. So I'm not surprised. I am surprised. I I just didn't see it coming. That's why I'm surprised. So when I got home, it started sinking in, and it went from being surprised to being excited. A lot of Astro fans think, we, we need that true, true ace. Some people say McCullers is an ace. I don't know. Framber, I don't know. Luis Garcia. We, Arquiti. We have really good pitchers, but do we have an ace? I think Lance McCullers is the, as close as we got. I think Framber, when he's hot, is as close as we got. But without a doubt, as long as he's healthy, if he pitches the way he did in that one game that he pitched in 2020, he's an ace. So I'm excited, and you should be excited. $25 That's a great deal. So before that, I didn't see this alert, but... Verlander and Correa both officially turned down their qualifying offers. 
So the qualifying offer turned out to be $18.4 million. So I told you that it was somewhere between 18 and $19 million. I thought it might be 19 because last year it was 18 The only player that accepted it was Brandon Belt, San Francisco Giants. And I think they said something like this is his 12th season to be there. So only one guy took it. So let's talk about Carlos Correa. He's still out there. Now everybody's saying, okay, you you got Verlander back. Now go get Correa. One thing I read today also about Correa is he's not, and I said this, and this is, this is just speculation. This is just, you know, people giving their opinions. But whoever said this, this is how I feel. That Lindor got... $340 million contract, and Carlos Correa is not going to settle for less. He's not going to settle for five years, $160 million. He's not going to do it. The Astros are not going to do a Francisco Lindor contract. It's just the way it is. But everybody wants him. But here's some good news, at least for me. This is how my mind works. I also read this. Steinbrenner. I guess Steinbrenner's son owns the team now. He says they do not want to commit. The Yankees do not want to commit a big money contract to a shortstop. They currently have their future shortstop, and now I'm going to use my own words, tearing it up in minor league. He finished the season last year in AAA. He may not be here in 2022, but their future is in their minor league. So they don't want to invest in... It's not just Carlos Correa. It's Story. Seager, I believe. There's there's good... It's. I mean, last time I looked, there was like six big-name shortstops out there. I believe Simeon is one of them. But they said they don't want to uh, invest money in a shortstop because they have their future shortstop. And they are expected to turn their attention elsewhere. And it's sort of like what I've been saying about the Astros. The Astros' future at shortstop is Jeremy Pena. And that's my opinion. I could be wrong. So if he's not ready, does he stay in AAA another year? Does he come up and be a bench player to get some experience? I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. But if he's one year away, they've got to go get a veteran and and let him play for one year. I also read somewhere, and I don't know if it was just a. a a tweet somebody put out, but it said Bregman to shortstop and Taylor Jones to third. And I had mentioned that Taylor Jones would be the tallest third baseman ever. Don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. So we're going to need a shortstop. And just like the Yankees, I don't think the Astros are going to go after a big name, big contract shortstop. I saw some names like Freddie Galvis, 
I also saw someone point out Chris Taylor from the Dodgers. If someone like that would sign a two-year deal, maybe. Chris Taylor would be interesting. A Dodger. Plays three positions. He can play shortstop and outfield. Second base, too, I believe. That'd be a pretty good pickup. But Jeremy Pena, just like the Yankees, they have their future, and they're not going to invest in these guys. So, And I'm not saying that's why they're not going to get Carlos Correa. I think it's just the money. Someone's going to pay him, though. Someone's definitely going to pay him. So let's keep it on the Yankees and Astros sort of together here. They had the Cy Young Awards today. And I don't know why, but Garrett Cole was a no-show. And it was... It was over like Zoom. He didn't have to go anywhere. And he didn't show up. He was the only one that didn't show up. Some people said he didn't show up because he knew he wasn't going to win. It just, I don't know. There's a, I don't know how, how do you feel? The way Garrett Cole's career with the Astros ended, I didn't like it and I haven't liked him since. He went to the Yankees and made me not like him more. I'm not a Garrett Cole fan, so this makes me not like him even more. So the American League Cy Young winner was Robbie Ray from Toronto. First pitcher from the Blue Jays to win since Holiday won in 2003. The National League Cy Young winner was Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers, and he's the first Brewer to win since 1983. Here's something that I thought was pretty cool. They've been signing, and I'm talking about the Angels, they've been signing, you know, offensive guys. Rendon, they already had Trout, they got Otani, who does both. And I kept thinking, you're never going to win unless you get pitching. And they went out and got Thor, Noah Syndergaard. I believe they signed a one-year contract, $34 million. So if they're tanking it, one-year deal, look like look for uh, Thor to be traded. But that makes the Angels a little better. So that's it, it's exciting that someone's trying to compete with us. Hopefully the A's fall apart. I'm sick of the A's. I'm sick of seeing the A's. I'm sick of playing the A's with their stupid drums. I'm just tired of them. I'm ready for somebody else. Even Seattle's getting better. Maybe we'll have a little more competition this year, but I still think the Astros are your front runners. The last time we talked about Manager of the Year award, I really... I, I don't even know what he finished, but I think he may have finished third. But I gave Dusty Baker the go-ahead. I, I thought he was going to win. I thought he had a chance to win. But Kevin Cash won. Second year in a row. Led the Rays to 100 wins. But I don't know. I thought Dusty had a chance. But then the... Uh, oh, let's talk about Gabe Kapler, San Francisco Giants won Manager of the Year in the National League. So Dusty didn't win it, and neither did Luis Garcia, but he got second. 
I, I kind of predicted that he would get third, like Christian Javier, but he got second. I don't know what happened to my voice there a few seconds ago, but Luis Garcia got second, and that is awesome. Randy Rosarina, you knew that guy was going to get it. I don't even know who the other guy was. But good job, Luis Garcia. So you look at the the Astros rotation. You got now you got Justin Verlander, number one. Does he get the opening day start? Probably. I think McCullers deserves it a little more. That's that would be that would be a good fair foul. Let me write that down. You're, you're hearing it live. Justin Verlander would be your number one. Then you got McCullers, Framber, Garcia, Urquidy. Imagine Urquidy healthy. Imagine Framber Valdez healthy. We thought Framber Valdez was going to be out last year with that thumb injury. Imagine if these guys cannot get sick. Imagine if McCullers cannot get hurt. If these guys stay healthy, this is one heck of a rotation. But we have Odorizzi, Christian Javier. What do we do with these guys? Christian Javier, can they trade him? Would you trade Christian Javier for a bullpen guy? Would you keep him as a starter in AAA so you could call him up when someone gets hurt? What do you do with Christian Javier? What do you do with Jake Odorizzi? You would assume with Justin Verlander getting signed, Odorizzi is going to get traded. That's my prediction. I think it's everyone's prediction, everyone that follows baseball. Either that or they're going to train him how to be in the bullpen or they move one of these other guys into the bullpen. I was going to say something the other day that I was a believer in Jake Odorizzi. But Justin Verlander signing changes everything. And I would assume that they're done. They still need to go out and get Kendall Graveman back. That's something I think they need to do. Maybe go out and get Yimmy back. But there's some decent... I was looking at MLBRumors.com to see if there's anything I missed. And there was quite a bit of shortstops there. There was a lot of relief pitchers. There, There's things... For the, there's things for the Astros to do, but Kendall Graven was really, really good last year. He was even better with Seattle than when he came to Houston, but I'm a believer in him. And somebody talked about this too, Force Whitley, coming back from injury. Former, I don't think he's number one, I think Corey Lee is, former number one prospect. Someone the Astros won't trade. They also wouldn't trade Kyle Tucker. Now look at him. Former number one pick. If he wasn't number one, he was first rounder, at least. I know he's a first rounder for sure. But maybe Forrest Whitley comes. Maybe he tears it up in minor leagues and somebody gets hurt. He comes in and stays there. Maybe he pitches in the bullpen. Maybe he becomes the eighth inning guy. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But it's got to be Forrest Whitley time sometime. I mean, he, he got drafted out of high school, I think. 
right here in San Antonio, Alamo Heights. And the guy's, the guy's probably 26 now. I don't know how long it's been. It seems like a long time. So one last thing, I also talked about how someone commented that Jeff Luno would be a good fit with the Mets. That looks like that's not going to happen as they are finalizing a deal with Billy Epler. Never heard of that guy. But Luno's going to have to find another team. But anyway, I appreciate you guys tuning in to this little bonus episode. Personally, folks, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited, and I'm looking forward to more things. I'm looking forward to seeing how Click builds this team. we got plenty of money, plenty of money to sign some, some good players. Plenty of money. I, I, I think they find someone like Noah Syndergaard, not a pitcher, but someone like that that would sign a one-year deal. Maybe. I think Jeremy Pena could be the starter next year, but maybe they sign someone else to give him another year to get ready. But like I said before, the, the lineup is so deep. They're so deep that they, they could take him and be down there in the bottom of the lineup. They've done it before. But we'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited to see what happens. And folks, like I said last time, I've been inviting people Trying to get guests on, and it's the hardest part. It's very hard to find people. Sometimes you get on a roll, and you find six people in a row, and you line people up every weekend. But I'll tell you this, personally, heading to Oklahoma on Monday. Taking the new girl to meet the family. That's pretty exciting. She's She has mixed emotions like I did about Verlander, except she's excited as well as scared. But anyway... You guys have a great weekend. Hopefully, we'll get a guest lined up for you. And we'll see you again this weekend. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I really appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.